Hey guys, welcome back to Uncommon Sense. So today I'm going to be talking about some random things. I'm actually going to title this episode random things because there have been the most random things that I've been seeing in the news. And I, I want to comment on them because one of the weirdest things I saw in the news recently was it was all these men bowing down, like on the ground, bowing down to all of these women, like apologizing for the past thousands of years of disrespecting them or something weird like that. And there's been just random other things going on in the news that I'm just like, okay, Okay, yeah, let me I'm gonna have to just have some comments on that. I have some things to say about that. So like I'm gonna be doing a random things episode today. And I am excited to talk about the random uh, just crazy stuff that's going on. And I hope that you guys have your tea or your coffee or your matcha lattes because we are gonna get into it today. So here we go. Speaking of coffee, I want to tell you guys about Police Coffee again. This is an officer-owned business dedicated to crafting the finest coffees and blends and shipped as soon as they are made to provide you with the freshest coffee available. Each batch is roasted fresh by people who know what it means to stay vigilant. We all need to stay vigilant and their specialty coffees um, don't waste a drop when flavor is concerned. So I, I really like their coffee and especially when it starts getting cold outside, I am like, I'm like a coffee fan fanatic naturally, but especially when it becomes like colder outside, I'm just like, I want like a nice cup of coffee and, and they have all these different roasts. They have decaf coffee and you can get 10% off your first order if you go now. And it's like, it's like you want to have like a, st a steady stash of, of coffee for the fall and the winter. And that is just, that is just kind of my general rule. You don't have to, but like, I'd recommend it if you want to stay warm and cozy and happy and in the fall mood. So that is what I recommend if y'all are looking for any type of new coffee. Let's get into the random things now, shall we? Okay, so I saw this picture on Twitter and I shared it and I don't know if y'all saw it yet. Y'all should go check out my Twitter at Real Jenny Robbins if you haven't seen it yet. But there's this picture of these men and I don't even know where they are. Okay, I haven't looked this deeply into this. I don't want to, but it, it looks like some sort of festival, some sort of like progressive liberal festival. And, and there's like these men men and they have orchestrated this like photo op sort of thing where the men are bowing down to like a group of women who are all in a line and all these men are bowing down and but buttocks up like they're they're just bowing down to them um, and they're supposedly apologizing to women for thousands of years of disrespect. And I shared this in a tweet and I said, men bowing to women for quote unquote, thousands of years of thousands of years of disrespect in a word you, um, because it's you, it's, it's, it's just you to see, to see men doing this. It is like, why are y'all groveling like this? It is, it is no different to me than when the left is like, okay, white people, People, all of you white people, you are guilty. If you are white, you must bow down and apologize to the black people. And it's like, this is the exact same thing, but in the whole sexism world. And it's like, I am a woman and I have never, ever, ever needed to have 
have something like this happen in order for me to feel all right. So I think there's something massively wrong with this, with today's women to, you know, the, this, this whole sect of like feminism to me is just disgusting and repulsive. And I've, I've shared my views on, you know, third and fourth wave feminism with you guys. It's just, it's so, it's so superficial and so stupid and so weird. It's just, it's, it's frankly just that to me. Um, and I don't understand the purpose. I don't see what it's doing for anyone. And in this picture, these women are like, like clutching their non-existent pearls and they're like, you know, making faces like they're so relieved. Like this day has finally come. Men are finally apologizing for all of the torment that they have put us through. And the weirdest thing about it really to me is that it's, you know, it's an America. These are clearly Americans and they're, and they're doing this. And it's like out of all the countries in the world, uh, actually American women, y'all been doing pretty good. Like y'all been doing pretty good because we were founded on Christian values. Like we had morals as a country just a few short years ago. I don't know if y'all remember that, but like, um, you know, we were a country founded on, on principles that actually were not oppressive to women. And a lot of nations are not like that. Um, for example, a lot of nations in the Middle East, for example, Iran, for example, why are not the feminists, like why aren't they talking? about how the women are removing their hijabs and they're like becoming freer and they're trying to become freer and they're trying to not be oppressed by Sharia law. And why aren't they talking about that? Because that's really, really actually, frankly, and disclaimer cursing, but, but that's very badass. Like that's very badass for those women to be doing that. And, um, I, I also just want to branch off for just a second and talk about another tweet that I had put up talking about, um, Islam and Sharia law. Uh, when people call me an Islamophobe, I want y'all to understand that to me, that's not an insult because I am an Islamophobe. Like, and it's not like, oh, I think that they should get hurt. It's more like, oh, your ideology is completely heinous and violent and misogynistic. And I have a, I have a lot of problems with it. And I'm going to call those problems out because I've actually read the Quran and I kind of know what y'all are up to. And just so y'all understand, I mean, Muhammad was 53, 53 years of age when he married a six-year-old. He married a six-year-old. When he was 53 years old, he married a six-year-old. And then they had intercourse when she was nine. So I don't know. I would like for someone to try to tell me with a straight face that Islam's founder was not a pedophile. I would really, really be interested in seeing if there's a person who can do that um, because they'd be a liar and they would be disgusting and they would be immoral and they'd be kind of um, just like a terrible person. And so when people say, oh, you're, you're just a... Islamophobic. It's like the religion has some issues, you guys, and we need to be able to talk about them. I still believe in, in religious freedom. Obviously, like our country was founded on Christian values, but you, it was also founded on religious freedom. And so you have the right to believe whatever you want to believe, but just research the things you're claiming to believe in because there's some heinous stuff out there. There is some heinous stuff out there. And I'm not afraid to talk about it. It seems like a lot of people are afraid to talk about it, but I, I'm just not afraid to talk about it because I am very like, I'm just very acutely aware of what's right and wrong. And I need for people to understand when things are wrong um, so that we can kind of redirect and go a different way that is more moral and that is more protective of innocent life. And I just, I, and I feel very strongly about that. So back to this picture of these women with the men bowing down to them and apologizing. It's like, 
Men in the West have nothing to apologize for. Men in the West have not done anything to women that hasn't helped us. And I know that that's going to probably be a very strongly worded, you know, not very feministic-y thing for these women to hear right now. But most of the feminist problem in America is self-inflicted. It's self-caused. If you have a problem with men, I would argue that you have collectively, as a feminist group, sort of trained men to treat you in a way that you you don't like without you knowing it. Um, and now you're mad about it and you're not taking any accountability. Accountability is such a big thing that we just need to go back to being able to take. Uh, it, but women don't do it. Men don't do it. And I just, I hate seeing that these, these women in America are like, wow, wow. Thank you so much for apologizing. You've really just put me through so much and I'm, and I'm so grateful. And it's like, they haven't put you, you have had it so good here. You could have been in Iran. You could have been forced to wear hijab. You could have been forced. You could have been raped. You could have been married off when you were six. Like you could have been through so much worse than you have gone through here. Like what is the worst thing that has happened to women in America? You had to wait a little while to vote. I mean, get over it. Like it happened. They made it happen. And by the way, it was the Republican Party that um, voted for that, not the Democrats. The Democrats have always, always been on the wrong side of history. They always talk about being on the right side of history. And I always feel like that's them projecting you know they're like this time this time let's be on the right side of history because we've never been on the right side of history before but they never are never will be because they are morally just just abhorrent so um anyway i i just think that the feminists are crazy and i am not ashamed to say that because they are and i i don't know it just seems weird to, for women to be like apologize to me you american men who have treated women better than any other nation in the world it's just weird. It's just weird. So that's all I'm going to say about that. The next thing I want to talk about is we need to talk about these, these stinking like drag queens, these, excuse me, family friendly drag queen shows where they are stripping it down. These are men mocking women, by the way, I've said that before, but it's, it's drag queens is literally, it is literally the same thing as blackface to black people. It is, it is making a mockery of women. Drag queens are making a mockery of women. And that is what they are for, and that is what they do, and they are and they are inherently sexual. They are inherently sexualized. I've never heard of like drag queens not being that way, and it's like it's like why are they pretending to have family friendly drag queen events? Any sane parent knows that that is is not a good idea. But we don't have that many sane parents in the country anymore because not enough people are calling this out. And I was saying something to somebody when we were getting coffee the other day that. Uh, morals are hard. And that is why most people choose degeneracy. That is literally the truth. It is just because morals are hard. Like it's hard to have morals. It's especially hard to have morals if you were raised in a country that didn't promote them. And for the past decade or so, we really haven't been promoting them. And especially if you were, if you were raised by a government funded public school and you didn't spend a lot of time with family or church or really it's growing spiritually in any way. You, I mean, you just, a lot of people were not exposed to morals, definitely not enough. And so now there's this huge, this, this huge gap between the very few like moral people in America anymore. And then everybody else. And, and it, the system set it up that way, because if you are immoral and you are just being super self-destructive because of it, then you're going to need a government to lean upon because especially, I mean, they've also demonized the nuclear family 
family. So you're not going to have one of those. So you're going to have nowhere else to turn to if they can pull God out of the school and completely get you in a state where you cannot be self-reliant because you have been kind of trained to just be immoral, then you're going to have to have something to lean on and you're not going to have a family. So you're going to lean on the government and you're going to praise the government and you're going to worship the government because it is literally your, it's your survival. It's your survival. And, and that is what the left has been doing for decades behind the scenes that a lot of people don't pay attention to. But that is why the drag queen thing is becoming such, it's catching on like wildfire. And now everybody is just like, oh, this is so cool. And this is so neat. And if you listen to the last episode, I was talking to John Root about the progressive wokeification infiltrating our sports and how it's ruining all of that. It just ruins everything. Everything it touches turns to garbage. And and it's happening in, with our kids now, like with these, the, with these drag queen story hours and like family friendly drag queen shows. Like y'all take a step back and think what? Like just think what? Like just take a step back and think what? Like and, and really think about it because I don't even think you have to be like a particularly moral person just to recognize that all of this is wrong. I really don't feel like you have to be. Like I'm a pretty empathetic person actually. Um, I think I told you guys that my parents made me and all of my siblings take a strengths quest like test in, in high school where we would figure out like it would sum you up into one word and my word was empathy. And so I actually do have a lot of empathy. I, I know I don't always come off like I do, but I do. And I can put myself into other people's shoes pretty easily and understand their feelings pretty easily. But I think that that's why I understand how evil they're being because I can put myself in their shoes and I know that it's not like an innocent thing that they're trying to do. It is pure wickedness. It is wickedness, you guys. And you have to reject it in full. You have to reject it in full and you have to pull your children away from anyone who would engage with something like that. But it is very, very scary to see how it is taking off and how many videos of it are, are surfacing now on the internet. Like when it first all, when it all first started, I was like, okay, maybe this is just like some creepy men, pedophile men who are, you know, pretending to be women for attention on the internet. Like that was my original first thought about all of it. But it's really taken off. It's really taken off. And now they're pulling the drag queens into the churches. There was a church that had um, a drag queen strut down in God's church. I, I don't know if God is going to go visit that church anymore, but it was like a drag queen coming down the aisle of the church. It's just desecrating God's holy places and 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 they're desecrating our history. I mean, did y'all see freaking Lizzo? Lizzo was playing James Madison's flute at one of her concerts. Like, like what? Like wh they're pulling that from the museums in D.C to give to or like I'm sorry can we just take a little second and a little time and just a little intelligence and like and figure out that this is this is actually what they do whenever they are destroying a country they desecrate your history they they try to mock it they they try to make God not seem cool especially in communistic nations when they're trying to really really give the regime a ton of power and and that's just what we're seeing and I I don't know like I I can can put myself into these people's shoes. And that is why I know that they're being just, just plain old wicked. But even though they're being wicked, I don't worry too much because God says in Isaiah 3 11, woe to the wicked. It will go badly for them for what he deserves will be done to him. And I also, I also put out a tweet saying, basically, if you choose the evil way, then don't expect anything but evil results. And those results are never good. So I don't know. 
I think I think Lizzo's pretty evil. I think to promote obesity is evil. And I just think everybody got so mad about that. She got mad about that when Kanye was talking about that. And it's like... I mean, the culture just really promotes everything that is killing you. And I think maybe that should be your 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 sign, your big sign in front of you that's like, okay, maybe I should think about things a little bit differently. Like maybe they're just trying to profit off of me. And especially, you know, the Marxist socialist communists of our country who are so anti-big corporations, like supposedly that's what they say they are. Um, they're very quick to support big pharma. They're very big to support, uh, or they're very fast to support big government. They're very quick to support all of these things that are simply using them for profit. And it's weird how they don't see it because they supposedly are very anti being taken advantage of, but then they're being taken advantage of in pretty much every way that a person can be taken advantage of the entertainment industry, the business uh, world, the big pharma, the big government, um, they're all taking advantage of y'all and it is for profit. So don't think that it's not because it all comes back to down to the money every single freaking time. So I don't know if y'all remember, but I was saying that my new favorite word is freaking because I'm a Christian and I do not say the other word. And it's like, and I also, it is, um, what is the other thing I like to say? It's heck and heck. I, I learned that recently from someone I'm hanging out with more, but it's heck and heck and heck. Like what the heck and heck, you know, it's a fun thing. It's a fun thing to say. You've got to come up with things that are going to like keep you kind of like smiling during all of the insanity and freaking and heck and heck are really <laughs> weirdly just some things that are helping me not lose my mind with all of this insanity. And there's quite a lot. So Jean Pierre, the press secretary said that quote, every day Americans are saving $420 million at the pump. Are we? I don't know. I didn't know that, Gene. I didn't know that. I didn't. I mean, did y'all know that? Because every time I go to the pump, I see all these stickers that people have put on, which are also really funny and making life a little bit funnier um, during these hard times. But it's like they're putting these stickers of Joe Biden and they're like, and it says like, I did that. And they're reminding everybody who caused the situation economically for our country and especially when it comes to at the pump. So for her to come out and say, um, and again, it is the press secretary's job to make the president look good and to make his administration look good. Like think of the press secretary as the, I mean, she's like their PR lady. She's literally like, okay, so everything's going well, you know, and the things couldn't be going any better. Like we are doing such a good job in this administration, nothing to worry about. That's her job. So whenever she comes out and, and tells these blatant lies, then you should just understand that that's her job is basically to lie to you guys because everything's going really bad in the country. So she can't come out and tell you guys that because it makes Joe look bad. So instead, she's just going to say, yeah, well, Americans are actually saving $420 million at the pump. And it's like, hmm. Mm, I, I, what? <laughs> so I wish more people, you know, on the left could understand that that's insanity, but they will actually, a lot of them on the left will read this and think, yeah, you know, we're, we're saving some money. We're saving millions of dollars. And it's like, <laughs> and it's, it blows my mind. But even if we were, um, the funny thing is that they would want to send that to Ukraine. Like they would want to send that 
as well as the billions of like to Ukraine, which is is money laundering, y'all. Y'all, I, I can't believe that so many people think that that's actually going to the Ukrainian people. Funny, that's a funny joke. Um, so I actually want to play her saying this because I I can't articulate it as well as she is, and I I also want you to get a feel for what it sounds like when they lie, when they lie to you. So here, I'm going to play that now. Everyday Americans, uh, Americans save about four hundred and twenty million dollars at the pump. <laughs> do you, I'm sorry, do you think we're all dumb, press secretary? Do you think we're all dumb? I don't actually think that they do. I think that they, I think that they know how ridiculous they sound. They're just hoping that y'all don't notice it. Um, so anyway, I, I want to talk about this Kanye West thing too, a little bit, not too much, but uh, yeah, Kanye put out a tweet kind of, I mean, it looked like it was targeting the Jews. And so I know that there are some Jews that listen to my podcast, and I just want you guys to know that I'm not here to come after you or to say you're, you're, you can't believe in what you believe. What we believe is very different, but it's not that different, but it's, it's pretty different, and this is a podcast that is a Christian podcast, and so these are my opinions, and I'm going to always tell y'all what my opinions are, whether they're popular or not, and even when it's in my own vicinity of, like, I know this is going to probably make a lot of you mad. Um because I think that authenticity is more important than pleasing people. And I have always felt that way. And I feel very strongly about that. And so I'm just going to tell y'all my honest opinions on this whole Kanye Jew tweet thing. Um, I, I feel like he put this out and he was being very emotional. As we know, Kanye West is a very emotional person. He's a, he's a creative. I fancy myself kind of creative. And I've already told you guys that like my Enneagram type is three wing four, which is, is like an overachiever that can be emotional. And I think that my four brings in the creativity into my whole, what I do with my life. And it's like, I like my four. It's emotional though. And Kanye is an emotional creative uh, guy and he he gets emotional and he puts these things out there um, so I know that this this tweet offended a lot of people if I were you it would have offended me but this is this is what I think he really meant I think that Kanye was was trying to get across and it did not come off that way but I think he was trying to say you know Jews have a lot of power in the world socially in the whole corporate world they have a lot of power in the world and we haven't really talked about that. I haven't seen that anybody really has talked about that. Um, people on the right are always very, very pro-Jew, and that's fine. I mean, it's still religious freedom. Obviously, you can believe whatever you want. I am not here to tell y'all what to believe. If you want to be an uh, like a Muslim and believe in the pedophile man, okay. Like, that's your right. Um, but I do think that it's okay. And I think because of the Holocaust, you know, which was horrendous and terrible, we all know that. I think that there's kind of been this like aftermath uh, thing where we're not allowed to critique Jewish people. And it's because I, I think the generalized consensus is that because they went through the Holocaust, they're immune from any sort of critique. And I don't, I don't subscribe to that. Um, you know, I've said it multiple times before, but Christians have been attacked and critiqued and berated for centuries. So it's like, I mean, I, I just feel like why, why are other religions not game to any, like, why can't we criticize any other religions like on what they're doing? Why is it always that Christians have to turn the other cheek? I guess. Yeah. You know, our guy told us to, so we do, but why are other religions like 
why are they just so immune to even being criticized? Like it's, it's Islamophobic. If I say what I just said about Islam, it is anti-Semitic. If I say what I'm saying right now about Jews, um, but Christians like y'all dogpile on us all the time and we literally just deal with it. And so I just, I don't understand why, why, you know, we can't just criticize some things that are actually criticizable. Um, and so I don't know, I'm not going to talk a lot about this because I know everybody feels very strongly about this, but I, my stance is that I think that Kanye, and especially if you watched his interview on Tucker Carlson, which I recommend that everybody watch that because he sounded very sane to me on that. Very sane, very normal, very, um, you know, composed compared to how he sometimes sounds. Um, but you need to watch that because he was talking about Josh and Jared Kushner, who were Jews, um, in the Trump family sphere and how they, you know, kind of uh, meander around the business world. So, but if you actually look into like how a lot of Jews have a lot of power in the world, I think that y'all should just look that up. I'm not going to talk about it that much, but I think that y'all should just look it up. And I'm not even here to say, you know, you're like Jews are not allowed to have this power. If they earned it, then yeah, they deserve to have it. I just think it's okay to to point things out and to and to not hide behind not telling the truth about things just because you don't want to be slapped. Um, you don't want to have a label slapped upon you. I have had every single label slapped upon me. So I, I'm just like not even afraid of it at this point. And again, I know that a lot of Jews listen to my podcast and I'm not here to attack you guys. There's a lot of people in Israel that listen to my podcast. I, I'm not here to attack you guys. I am just saying that don't just please don't act like you are above critique because I'm not above critique. Christians have clearly never been above critique. So, I mean, I'm not sure why any other religion should be above critique no matter what you've been through. I mean, Christians have been through a lot in the past too, and it's not to downplay what happened during the Holocaust. I don't want to downplay that. Um, I I have a lot of Jewish friends. Like, I, I love you guys. <laughs> I just think it's like, let's just be honest about some things and not act like, and the other thing is like with this whole thing is like the right has been trying to shut Kanye down because, you know, the right is always like, we were founded on Judeo-Christian values. Yes, we were. But Again, it just doesn't like I criticize a lot of Christians. I have criticized so many Christians on this podcast and I have big, big beef with a lot of Christians, especially people like Joel Osteen, um, many, 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 many Christians. So don't just please don't act like I'm not allowed to critique things. This is my podcast. I feel like Waters were like Jesse Waters on Fox News. This is, I'm Jesse Waters and this is my world. This is my podcast and these are my opinions. And I don't really feel that strongly any which way about this. I just have a big problem with people acting like you absolutely are not allowed to talk about something. That is when I have some problems because the right did it too. And I got blocked by a lot of people, some prominent people on the right who were just like, oh, you've just gone full Nazi, Jenny. And it's like, no, no, I have a lot of Jewish friends like I and I have a lot of people that listen from Israel and I care a lot. I mean, these Jews are God's chosen people. You just can't tell me that I'm not allowed to talk about something. And I think that that's weird and creepy. And it kind of just goes back to what Kanye was saying about what did he say? Y'all really need to watch that Tucker Carlson interview he did. Um, 
it was great. But he he said, I'm not out of control. I'm just not in their control. And I, the reason that I do an independent podcast, the reason that I do independent everything is so that I don't feel corrupted by anybody telling me what to say or to think or to not say or to not think. And I, I these are just my genuine thoughts about this. I don't feel that strongly either which way. I just feel that people should be allowed to talk about things. And I'm not seeing, and it's weird because I'm not seeing it from either side that they're really permitting that. Um, and that's concerning and sort of just reinforces the whole uniparty thing to me. Um, I've said before, but Washington, D.C. especially is just, it's a uniparty. These people are not that different. They play a part for you in front of the cameras. Um, and then, but they're not that different from each other. So anyways, not big into religious wars. I just think that uh, people should be allowed to talk about things. And the fact that people act like it's a religious war just because somebody says something that is like a critique of a religion. I don't know. I don't know. Little weird, little weird, little sensitive, little hashtag triggered, like just get over it on both sides. And I'm going to have to clarify because y'all are going to get upset. Get over people having different opinions from you. Get over people saying offensive things. And that is my point. So anyway, I just think it's not my responsibility to denounce what somebody else's opinion is. And everybody was trying to get me to denounce what Kanye said. And it's like, maybe there's something valid there. He was kicked out of JP Morgan right after that. I wonder who owns JP Morgan. Maybe y'all should research that. Um, anyway, I, I don't think that I, I'm just like radical when it comes to free speech, you know? So even if I don't agree with something, I'm going to fully, fully defend someone's right to say it. And I feel that way on all sides about all things. I would never, ever want to shut up the people who were like, abortion, this is why we need abortion. It's because I believe in debate. I believe in free speech. I believe in it to the point of like, I don't want anybody to be censored. So no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to denounce somebody else's opinion because I, I feel like it's more dangerous to not know what people are thinking than it is to be offended. So that is my, those are my thoughts on the whole Kanye thing. So that is everything for this random things episode. I will probably make this like a series and start doing random things episodes just occasionally when there's random things that I want to talk about. I think that sounds like a fun thing and I will see you guys next time. Thank <laughs> you.